0: Richard Case.
1: Well, good morning, Kathy. Uh, here
2: we are. Good morning, uh, This is a Monday.
1: <laughs> this is a, we've had several Mondays so far. <laughs> uh, when we talk about uh, 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 you know worry, fear, and anxiety, uh, we start we're, we're starting out today with technology issues so uh we've, we've already done a few of these already and we had to scrap them because it wasn't working so it took us a <laughs> these while to things
2: happen get back on.
1: so we're uh, we just said okay give us peace and we, we have it uh, so anyway this is uh, uh now december the 27th so it's monday after christmas uh, weekend uh, we mm-hmm. Uh, Hope everybody had a wonderful time. Um, We haven't actually had ours yet, but we're we're gonna have a wonderful time. So we know we will. (laughs) Uh, We know we will. (laughs) Uh, And uh, last Thursday uh, we had uh, Dan and uh, Linda, you know, Kathy's husband and Linda, my wife, on, and they were just fun, uh, just to express the joy of traditions and things that we do to keep our uh, joyful season in front of us, God with us. Uh, And then uh, yesterday. Uh, Friday, uh, Kathy and I had a a Christmas message, and we talked about uh, Emmanuel uh, and God with us. And it's not just, you know, he visited earth and isn't that nice, you know, which obviously is is fantastic, but it's God with us all the time, 100%, wants to live his life out through us and let us live with Emmanuel. You know, I think think that's interesting.
2: and that from the very beginning. Yeah, that's that's the beautiful thing is that he always desired to be with us. Yeah, you know? yeah, and I
1: thought that was really interesting. You know, when he told Joseph, um, you know, it, uh, you know, it's not call his name basically Christ, which is the Messiah. Right. Uh, it was no call him Emmanuel. Yeah. Uh, God with us, and and really uh, really grab hold of that, you know, and the truth of that. So. We hope everybody did. and We talked a little bit about Christmas carols and the history of those and uh, the joy of those. Hope you had a good time singing uh, over the weekend and uh, and during this time, this week between uh, Christmas and New Year's, uh, most people have either time off, companies have, have shut down, uh, you've taken vacation, or you have less hours for sure. So we just pray that you'll enjoy, uh, you know, spending time with the podcast and maybe even going back to a few that uh, you want to catch up on. Uh, Just see the you know the beauty of the things that we've been able to express you know this year, and and we want you for sure to enjoy this week. Uh, Don't let this be uh, a cause of worry, fear, and anxiety, but uh, but rather uh, enjoy it. And we know that the season in in partly is you're a little bit out of your routine, which is interesting that God says you know take breaks, but (laughs) most Americans aren't aren't uh, good at taking breaks. Uh, Right. uh, They actually get more intense of, Oh my gosh! I got all the family dynamics, and I got to do all this stuff, and I'm not sleeping the same, and I'm not, you know, obviously working the same. So, interesting enough, I get thrown out of my rhythm. Right. And when I get and I and I haven't learned to to take a break, take rest, and enjoy it, so when I'm thrown out of my rhythm, uh, interesting enough, it causes more stress. Yeah. Uh, you know, the
2: other thing I see, and I don't know if this is something you've heard. I'm sure you've heard it from people too, but the tendency, even when we go on vacation in the summer, but this week between Christmas mm-hmm. and New Year's, I find the tendency is to take a vacation from God.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> and Well, really, you know, and, and a lot of times, and sometimes it's that we don't know how to work it into, when you're talking about having a rhythm or a routine, we have a rhythm or routine and that's broken in this time. Yeah. Um, and the, so that can throw us off. But the reality is we need to learn to, the, that that's a part of what's gonna refresh. And we've gotta step back in and really enjoy Sabbath to be Sabbath. You know, if we're taking time off, um, one of the most refreshing things we can do is be spending extra time with Him and just enjoying that Emmanuel God with us in the midst of it.
1: Yeah, yeah, and, and uh, remember the truth of all that. What you just said is that um, our choice as a believer uh, mm-hmm. is to uh, live in the kingdom of God which actually we'll have a verse today that'll talk about that, Um, or we live in the flesh. And see, it's it's either or. Um, And if we're living in the kingdom of God, we're abiding in the relationship, we're God with us, literally with with him, in his kingdom because we're surrendered and still following his instructions, still understanding, okay, what do I do today with my family, with my my time off, you know, right. uh, but it always starts with, uh, spending time in the words, spending time with God. And you know, that, that, uh, element of that, when you're being not intentional yeah, like being that, intentional, yeah. when you're not, you're in the flesh and interesting mm-hmm. enough, uh, remember, and this is, uh, and these are, these are the truths of scripture and the truth of life with God. That is absolute. He says, when you're, when you're in the flesh in Romans eight, five to eight, you, you have put to death the power of the Holy Spirit. Right. You are at enmity against God and you cannot please him. So your, your movement, movement of thinking and emotion goes side, what I call sideways. And it actually promotes stress and promotes anxiety and promotes worry because by definition, you're, you're going back to that place. Yeah. Uh, instead of relaxing and enjoying with God, you know, and then making it a purposeful. So what we do, by the way, uh, when we have we have time, vacation, uh, which we will, we actually purposely go deeper with it. Um, so I'll spend more time in the Word. I'll spend more time journaling. I'll spend more time right. dialoguing with Linda about things, about our, our God's will stuff. Uh, we'll uh, do that with our family. We'll get around uh, and process what's God saying to you. Uh, and how can we lift you up and what wisdom yeah. and insight are you seeking? And so we tend, right. we, we, we even
2: work that into our yeah. summer vacations. We, we do that summer vacations and then this week, especially yeah. coming up before new years. Yeah. I know you guys have some traditions with that and yes. we do as well. Yeah, we do.
1: So we, we actually go deeper. Uh, what a beautiful time so that as mm-hmm. you are in this week, um, and it's, it's not that complicated, you know, we can, uh, even with family, you can say, "Hey, we're going to go off and take a walk, or we're going to go and uh, you know spend a little bit of time." And everybody's going to say, "Yeah, no problem." Uh, purposely, be purposeful about right. your 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 letting God be with you and processing. What a great time, typically with your spouse or your kids or your grandkids, is to uh, have them talk through stuff. You know, where are you with yeah. stuff? What is God saying to you? What do you and and what a beautiful thing to do, uh, particularly as we're talking about. Uh, overcoming uh, worry, fear, and anxiety uh, which is remember is part of the world It's things happen uh, uh, even now after Christmas one of the interesting things uh, is that people have enjoyed you know, purchasing gifts for their family and for, for right. people and they did it on a credit card <laughs> so interesting enough the day after Christmas you start thinking about that uh oh uh, probably went a little bit too much, and oh man, January is going to be a, a tough thing for us. Uh, so financial pressure tends to interesting enough increase out of our heart of generosity. Uh, right. So it's it's another you know change in the dynamic. So um, yeah, we have it, and yeah, there's trouble, or there's or there's things that you're wondering about. You know, with work or even your family sitting around talking tends to talk about all the difficult things of life. Uh, could be even be you know the world is really crummy right now, and in this vaccine stuff and this COVID stuff and this economy inflation and
2: people are weary. Yeah, weary and
1: and, yeah. and you and you talk about it and it reminds you as yeah <laughs> it's bad this stuff. Uh, well, God says you know I, I want to help you overcome it and that's why we, we want to encourage you even today to keep pursuing these verses that we're talking about. We've talked about this last week uh, what's called the loyalty to the covenant. Mm -hmm. that you your heart actually interesting enough we are kind of talking about it around it is our heart because of that is why we're motivated to drive deeper because Mm -hmm. well he says I'm gonna I'm loyal to the covenant I'm gonna bless you to make you a blessing and this trouble that you're experiencing this stress that you're experiencing this uh, difficulty that you're experiencing Um, You can count on me resolving it 100% of the time, all the time, because I'm loyal, absolutely loyal to the covenant. We went through those verses. Uh, I'm going to bless you to make you a blessing. Uh, So what we want to do is move into this week uh, some of the specifics of that. Uh, What does that look like? Uh, uh, There's a corollary uh, to the covenant which starts to define this, and that's called shalom, peace. Uh, God says, let me give you peace. Uh, and, it's, and it's all of that. Shalom isn't just absence of conflict, but it's the favor of all that God wants to deliver to us. And think about when we're in fear and anxiety and worry, what would be the greatest favor that we could receive?
2: Oh, peace. That peace. would be amazing, right? Peace. Because,
1: because why? Uh, what, would it, what would it be that God would see God's resolving the issue and mm-hmm. that brings us favor of what I saw, what I experienced was difficult, mm-hmm. but now God's overcoming that difficulty. Um, and I'm getting, I'm gonna have Shalom for, as a result of it. So that's why Shalom is, is both, I'm gonna resolve it to uh, give you the favor of that. And because I'm gonna give you the favor of that, receive my Shalom right now, my peace right now. Uh, and we, and that's what we're going to pray for this week in between a Christmas and, promise. Christmas and New Year's as everybody would experience that. Okay, let's go to, uh, as he fills out, because uh, remember the covenant is I'm going to bless you to make you a blessing. So think of it as an agreement, and it's the preamble. What I'm going to do is bless you to be a blessing. Okay, now okay. he says I'm going to start defining the terms or the points of the agreement. That, oh, we, that, that we can start relating to so let's go to romans 5 uh, 1-5 uh, romans 5
2: 1-5 therefore since we have been justified by faith we have peace with god through our lord jesus christ through him we have also obtained access by faith into this grace in which we stand and we rejoice in the hope of the glory of god not only that but we rejoice in our sufferings knowing that suffering produces endurance and endurance produces character and character produces hope. And hope does not put us to shame because God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us.
1: Yeah. Um, uh, He says now as a believer, uh, the opportunity we have is to experience shalom Mm -hmm. with God who's uh, through Christ who's living in us because uh, we have access by what believing that we have access mm-hmm. to God directly through what Jesus has done for us uh, and into the grace and again another uh, interesting enough uh, peace and grace are very similar words uh, grace is favor as well uh, okay. is, I'm going to give you favor uh, and we're going to rejoice uh, why well because he says uh, an element of the covenant is you can come and you have direct access to process with me the issue you've got, um, and I'm giving you opportunity, knowing that it's gonna it's gonna result in shalom. And then he says uh, the reason you got tribulation. Okay, tribulation. It says in verse uh, three produces what?
2: Endurance.
1: Endurance. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what you're doing is endurance is, is, is strength.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, I have tribulation, but because I'm going to God, I have access to God, and I know He's gonna resolve it, he says, I'm gonna give you the ability to have endurance, strength, uh, through it. So um, I think I think you were you, you've been a runner, right?
2: Uh, a long time ago. Yeah, a long yes.
1: time ago. Yeah. <laughs> and Linda and I actually were runners, and we were ran yeah. marathons. But um, when you run a long time,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, what do you need? It's, it's called endurance.
2: You need endurance. Yeah. Uh, you got to
1: stay with it and have the strength to keep going
2: mm-hmm.
1: in the middle. And you of, build
2: endurance. And you, you build. don't just walk out the door and immediately have it. Right.
1: Right. And that's what we've been saying is that the more you practice this.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: In the tribulation itself, see, it produces endurance because why? Mm-hmm. You have access to God, and you know that He's going to deliver, you know, shalom, and He's going to deliver the covenant. And then He says, endurance uh, produces what?
2: Character. Character.
1: Okay. Now think about that. What? It's it's Christ's character.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So what what does that mean? It produces character
2: really it's refining us to look more like him yeah
1: yeah it's christ living in us so that uh and you look you see at the gospels and christ said well uh, do you understand how i function is that Mm -hmm. did he have any you know did he have any uh uh, problems where he said oh this day is going to be terrible um you know i can't i can't (laughs) handle this day you know he was his character she was always in shalom it was always in peace because he knew the father would guide him and direct him as to well let me give you my instructions my truth my understanding so you see exactly what's going on here uh, so when you're in front of uh, you know when he went for example to uh, nazareth and he uh, uh, he came and and he was handed that the, and this is in luke chapter uh, four he was handed the scroll isaiah and he turns yes. it to 61 and says you know, uh, I'm here. I'm anointed to proclaim right. the good news. The good, you know, how about now? And then he goes on to say, "I'm going to restore you to this abundant life. That's why I've come." And it's here. And so he he did it. Sat down, uh, and said, "It's me." Uh, got up, and guess what? <laughs> the the leaders of the synagogue wanted to take him to the cliff and throw him over.
2: <laughs> Literally,
1: they wanted to they wanted to kill him. Uh, and so. You know, it wasn't like, uh-oh, uh, maybe I shouldn't have done that, or this. Wait a minute, we're going to end this whole thing a little bit prematurely, or they're going to throw me over a cliff. Uh, but he, but he again through tribulation and his understanding of covenant and God's promise. Oh, Father, what do you have to say about that? I ah, don't worry about it. Uh, and it says he, he got to the edge, and they're ready to throw him off, and then he just he said, in essence, you don't have the power over me. And he said he walked right through them.
2: Right, uh, which is amazing. That's an amazing picture when you think yeah, about that. You yeah. would think it would not take a whole lot to tackle somebody down. and No,
1: no, he's, he's just by himself. Yeah, he, he walked right through.
2: And he yeah. walks right
1: through it because well, that's what the Father told him. No, 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 mm-hmm. the, the, they don't have that ability yet. I'm preventing that. Um, so that the character of Christ is now growing in us as we're practicing going to him mm-hmm. with the tribulation. Uh, and he said that produces character, Christ's character, and then character, interesting enough, uh, produces what? Hope. Hope. Uh, and remember the, the word hope is, and I hope it works out. Maybe not. Maybe yeah. Mm-hmm. Hope here is certainty that it will it will fulfill. And he says, and hope doesn't disappoint. <laughs> right. Because uh, it's going to happen. See, it's going to happen. So he said, um, as you as you understand it, is he he doesn't say here, I'm gonna stop any tribulation from coming on you. Mm -hmm. He says, in the tribulation, I'm gonna resolve it. And you can be certain of that, and and what the tribulation produces endurance, endurance produces character, and character produces hope, certainty that he's he's gonna resolve the very tribulation that caused the thing in the first
2: place. That's really, that's a beautiful progression when you look at that. Uh, in the depth that you're talking about, because it's not, you know, a lot of times I think we think about our tribulations. And again, you've talked about it so many times. We just want God to resolve it, for it to be done immediately. Right. Yet you see here the progression of how He refines us and grows us. And don't we all want that true hope? Yes. You know, a lot of times people do think of hope as wishful thinking. Right. And honestly, that's a lot of Christians live with hope being wishful thinking. Even right. in their prayers, it's wishful thinking. Right, right, right. Rather, than pressing in and knowing that he's going to resolve. And this says, you know, th- this shows us the progression of what he does when he takes these moments that we do, we will experience and he uses them and redeems them to grow our endurance, to grow our character, to look like him and to grow us to a place in our faith where it's not wishful thinking, it's certainty with him. Right. And we trust him that much. It's a beautiful progression. Yeah, it really is.
1: Okay, jump over to Colossians uh, 1.
2: If indeed you continue in the faith, stable and steadfast, not shifting from the hope of the gospel that you heard, which has been proclaimed in all creation under the heaven, and of which I, Paul, became a minister. Yeah.
1: Uh, So he says that uh, the fullness of God is in Christ, Mm -hmm. uh, and he's dwelling, and through him and by him, um, in verse 20, what did he do?
2: He reconciled us to him.
1: Yeah, it says, uh, reconciled all things... Mm-hmm. And this is cool, whether things on earth or things in heaven. Hmm. Uh, okay, now this what is. What does that mean? Okay, this is really cool. Uh, in the abiding, remember in the abiding, uh, we talked about God's original intention in Genesis uh, chapters one and two. Right. Um, I'm going to give you seven exceptional. The seven exceptional, exceptional things. things. Yeah. Exceptional authority. Exceptional provision, exceptional work, exceptional marriage, exceptional identity, exceptional health, and exceptional communion with Him. He he said that was, uh, and it's. He says, remember, and this is interesting. He created heaven and earth as a unit. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: So heaven and earth were together.
2: They were together at that. They were, and they were
1: completely, uh, you know, what's what's called in harmony. And functioning so that uh, God, who is there, uh, Christ, who is their remember He said, "Let us create God, uh, man and woman in our image." That so the Holy Spirit and, and Son are already there, and Adam and Eve are there, Right. and they're in perfect harmony. Well, Satan comes and tempts them. Uh, aren't you? Don't you want to follow me? And isn't that a good idea? And they do. Uh, okay, what happened? They said, "If you eat that tree, you're gonna you're gonna what?"
2: You'll surely die, you're gonna yeah. surely die. So, what happened
1: is that uh, there was then a separation, right? Uh, from heaven and earth, first of all. Um, and then there was a nature that, mm-hmm. that died, that they no longer had that harmony
2: mm-hmm. uh,
1: of life with God, those seven exceptional things,
2: right? And
1: the world was because God gave the authority to, to Adam and Eve, they handed the authority over to Satan. Of the natural world operating, you know, from a, a spiritual dimension, uh, and it, it became what's called entropy. Everything is just being destroyed, uh, and divided, and dis- and and uh, going to basically difficulty, which is why Jesus said, "In the world, you're going to have what?
2: You'll have trouble. You'll right? have trouble."
1: Uh, Keisha says, "No." Uh, in Colossians, here it says, "What what I've come to do." Um and the word is reconcile all things on heaven and on earth. In other words, it's really cool. What was all split apart and ruined and destroyed and, and get a life of trouble and difficulty and stress and anxiety and fear and worry. Um I am my purpose, and the and literally the Greek word there is to bring back everything like it used to be into perfect harmony. Okay. Uh, okay. Now um, we know something about that. Um, is the world being brought to perfect harmony today?
2: Well, no. No. Not uh, yet. <laughs> no, because
1: there's a, there's a reason. Mm-hmm. Um, two things. The authority of that world was handed over to who? To the
2: enemy. To, to the it. enemy,
1: and he still yeah. has it. That's right. right. That's where the world is kill, steal, and destroy still. Everything is right. going to destruction. And by the way, where we are in our time of the moment over the last now two years, the world's changed dramatically. Um, I was mm-hmm. just talking to somebody today about, um, automobiles, you know, how's it going getting a new automobile? They said, right. that I can't get one. Uh, it's literally two, three, four months away. You have to order it, get on the list, hopefully you get one, and by the way, it won't be exactly what you want.
0: Right.
2: Um, and by the way, if you want a Ford Bronco, you're going to wait even longer. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> uh,
1: so, um, well, that's trouble, see, uh, because why well, it was handed over to the Satan. And then two is that the nature of us has a sin nature. Hmm. Uh, Adam and Eve had a perfect nature, but they lost it. Uh, and created the sin nature of the flesh mm-hmm. where like we've said the default is to go back to self and self-determination which means we're we're put to death of spirit we cannot please god and we're at enmity against god right uh, so he can't until the very very end when basically all the humans uh are are gone because um they will have either been translated, and/or at the very end of the millennium, um, everybody basically he destroys the heaven and the earth that's here, and takes care of everything. and Satan is destroyed, and then he creates a new heaven and a new earth with our translated bodies. That's when that perfection, that that reconciliation, is complete. Right. Is completed. So he says, now remember, it's not, it's not like like I'm not giving you back the the Garden of Eden. What I'm doing is in my kingdom, I'm reconciling, bringing back to harmony for you the life of the seven exceptional things. And it won't be. Now, remember, it's not going to be perfect because in that world. Right. So even if, let's say, for example, uh, he says, I'm going to give you provision. That's one of the one of the things I'm going to reconcile for you. I'm going to bring back to harmony for right. you. Does that mean you never have trouble with with uh, attack on your provision no you're going to keep no. having it but God says uh, my role is to uh, bring that back my purpose is to bring back uh, rec- uh, reconciliation uh, and harmony um, and then he says how And verse 20 I did it through me- making shalom through the mm-hmm. what what I did the on blood
2: the cross. of the cross, on the cross. Yeah. so I've
1: given you the opportunity to walk with me And let me fulfill what I just promised I'm going to do, which is reconcile, bring back to harmony on heaven and earth, the things of you. And he says uh, the key in order to present you holy and blameless, if in verse 23, you continue in what?
2: You continue in the faith
1: and steadfast Mm
0: -hmm. and you don't
1: move away from the hope of the gospel. Uh, Now, Mm -hmm. again, you got to take how beautiful this is. We just talked about that in in Romans earlier, right? Um, It says that tribulation produces endurance. Mm
2: -hmm. Endurance
1: produces character. Character produces what
2: hope. Hope. And that's not wishful thinking. It's certainty. He's
1: going to resolve it. He says, Mm -hmm. okay, if you're steadfast Mm -hmm. and understand and, and that you don't move away from the hope of the gospel. In other words, the certainty of the good news that I'm gonna resolve the issue you got and bring bring it back to harmony. If you stand there and and receive that and process it and go after it, um, you're gonna receive the shalom because why? Well, you know it's gonna happen. Um, And you're understanding that why? Well, because I opened up the opportunity through what I did on the cross, Jesus speaking, to give you that shalom. Um, Right. So don't throw it, in other words, don't waste it. Don't throw it away by what? Rejecting it and trying to figure this out yourself, which is, mm-hmm. which is why you're enhancing, increasing, your are stressing and worrying and fear mm-hmm. uh, because you're trying to figure this out. Um, and so it's, it's a beautiful statement. Uh, okay, now go to, um, and actually we've talked about this uh, statement in Romans on the f- idea of the flesh side, but look at it on the other side of it. Uh, go to Romans 8 just 6. Uh, we've talked about when you're in the flesh, uh, you're, you've are you put to death the spirit, uh, you cannot please God, and you're in enmity of God. Well, look what it says uh, in verse uh, 6.
2: Sure. For to set the mind on the flesh is death, but to set the mind on the spirit is life and peace.
1: Okay. Well, um, that's
2: pretty clear. <laughs> well,
1: he says, uh, what I want you to do uh, and this is why we suggested even this week would be to talk through with your spouse or with your family. Um, what is what is God saying about the very issue you got? He said spiritually minded. And see, spiritually minded doesn't mean we ignore what's going on. right? It doesn't mean, wow, well, we should just put up with it. Um, I guess I'm just supposed to, this is me uh, creating patience, so I guess I should just live with this awful thing. He says, "No, set your mind on the Spirit." And what did we just learn in both Romans and in Colossians that He is going to provide hope, and hope is what? Hope, hope is certainty. Is that
2: certainty. that yeah. He's going
1: to resolve it. See, and He said, right. "Well, put your mind on that."
0: Mm-hmm. In other words, don't
1: don't worry about don't focus on the negative.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Is it negative? Yes. Is there a problem? Yes. Does he want you to ignore it? No. He just wants you to present it to him and say, okay, what are you going to do about this? Um, and if you do, he says, you get life and peace. You get life and shalom. By what? Think about by what? By you choosing what?
2: By choosing to stay with him. Well, choosing I'm gonna, you I'm, to I'm, fix your eyes yeah, on him. I'm just going to stay follow. with him
1: because I, he, and this is what we're trying to build on. He's mm-hmm. going to do it. He's loyal to it. He's absolute. Right. I'm going to deliver it to you. Uh, trust me. Come and talk to me about it. Come process with me. Uh, focus on what I'm saying. Remember, that when your mind's on the Spirit, what is the Spirit going to do? It's going to speak to you. Right. He's going to communicate to you. He's going to show you His will, which is what? I have an answer for this right. thing that you're dealing with. Set your it's mind on, on that. Mm-hmm. Go ahead.
2: I can't help but think um, of the passage, I think it's probably in all the Gospels, but in Luke, I had most recently read it about um, when the disciples are in the boat and there's a storm and Jesus is asleep underneath. (laughs) And, you know, and he comes up and basically kind of reprimands him like, you know, why in the world are you afraid? Don't you know I'm here? And in a word, in a simple word, the, the storm is calmed. And so that just reminds me of everything you're saying here, that, um, you know, when we set our mind on the spirit, that is life and peace. When we truly recognize the power, again, we come back to Emmanuel, God with us, of him with us, when we stay with him, Mm -hmm. a spoken word, and he can resolve it, you know, and we stay with him until he does. Right,
1: right. So to set your mind on the spirit is, well, let's go find out what he has to say about this and speak to it and then walk with him into it.
2: Yes. And my focus
1: is on well, it's going to get resolved,
2: right? So the on, focus shifts. It's not it on the shifts. storm; it's on him. Yep, it's on him. And knowing that he and will resolve, and
1: he's going to resolve. That's a great, uh, great, uh, beautiful story uh, that we remind of. Okay, let's go to uh, Romans 14:17. Now, this is a famous uh, verse about the kingdom, but it's really important to remind us. So, the kingdom of God, Romans 14:17, is what.
2: It says, for the kingdom of God is not a matter of eating and drinking, but of righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Spirit.
1: Yeah. Uh, So the kingdom, and this is important, uh, he -hmm. says, in order for me to deliver the covenant, to give you shalom, to give you grace, to give you favor, uh, you got to be with me. Right. Okay. Where is he? It's his kingdom. See, he's he's Mm -hmm. bringing his kingdom into a difficult place. So we're, we're in a sense, see, we're in both places mm-hmm. uh, is that we're so in the world. And he doesn't say, I'm going to take you out of it. So you're walking in a difficult place. Guess what? You're going to have trouble. Uh, I understand that. But when you when you surrender that to me and let yeah. me be the king in my kingdom because of my superiority power wise, uh, because I created it all, I can make things happen and you while you're, while you're living in my kingdom, will have righteousness, what Christ says, I'm giving you my my right, rightness, my righteousness to live, and you, you don't have to earn it, let me give it to you. Right. Shalom and joy.
2: And joy. There's,
1: oh, there's the indicator. Uh, and, and what Linda and I, uh, there's a, a song in our retreats uh, that, uh, uh, we have uh, worship leaders Tom, Thomas, Suzanne Ewing, and uh, uh, we'll Rick and, have them
2: on as guests yeah, soon. That's I believe, yeah, right.
1: Rick and Nancy yeah. uh, Hoover, but they taught us a song, and it's really cute. Uh, don't you want to live in the kingdom? Uh, and and it's just a, a phrase that you just sing over and over. And hey, don't you want to live in the kingdom? Don't you want to be in the kingdom? And and we keep reminding each other: Is are you in peace and joy? Right. Well, if you're in the kingdom, see, in the kingdom of God, in the Holy Spirit. There
2: will be peace. You have life. it. You, you have it. If you're not,
1: well, you're out of the kingdom.
2: Mm-hmm. The
1: remedy, again, which is don't go fix it on your own. Just come on back. Right. Repent. Okay, I'm back. Repent and
2: um, come back. Um, <laughs> and
1: let give me, restore to me joy and peace while I'm walking into the resolution. Why? Well, mm-hmm. because it's going to be resolved. Mm -hmm. And you know that you know that you know. Uh, And that gives you the peace and joy of, well, I'm surrendered to him. He's leading and guiding me. And by the way, we talked uh, last week. He wants to uh, give us reinforcement, Mm -hmm. signs. Hey, let me help you get encouragement along the the way while we're getting this resolved. And you can be in peace and joy. Uh, So it's, what do you have to say? I'm going to be with you, stay with you, trust you. Um, and in the Holy Spirit, I'll receive it. And then there's this beautiful uh, prayer that actually we can pray and ask for, and he will fulfill it, but go to Romans uh, fifteen thirteen.
2: This is one of my favorite verses. Um, may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing so that by the power of the Holy Spirit you may abound in hope. Yeah. <laughs>
1: um, okay, now, uh, when you're discouraged, which is mm-hmm. what's causing you fear, worry, and anxiety, what do you need? What do you need the most?
2: You need encouragement. You need encouragement. And, joy and yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: You need encouragement that uh, this is moving mm-hmm. to resolution. Right. And remember, and we see, we're not trying to lay on a spiritual. Well, it doesn't matter if it gets resolved. Yeah, it could be awful for a long time, and and uh, that's still okay. And God says, no, no. Uh, I'm going to resolve, I am going to resolve this. Because real, it's real hope. It's, right. not, it's not phony hope. It's not, well, maybe it's not going to be that great, but right. I, I guess I'm supposed to be okay with it. No, God's going to resolve this. And he says, may the God of hope, certainty that I'm going to resolve it, give you hope.
2: <laughs> right, right. Uh,
1: well, that's what you're going to pray for, is keep, if I stay in the kingdom... He says, I'll bear witness to you that I'm going to do it. I'm the God of hope. I'll give you the hope. And that'll drive you forward. And you can have shalom. Uh, And uh, as I'm uh, fulfilling the covenant, uh, let me guide you and lead you into the answer. And then you can know and and pray for and receive that you, who are the the God of certainty, are going to give me certainty that you're going to be the God of certainty. (laughs) Right. You see how cool that is?
2: That's awesome. I love that. Yeah, it's
1: really beautiful. Uh, Okay, then jump over to uh, Romans 16, uh, 17 to 20. Uh, Go ahead and read that. It's kind of cool.
2: I appeal to you, brothers, to watch out for those who cause divisions and create obstacles contrary to the doctrine that you have been taught. Avoid them. For such persons do not serve our Lord Christ, but their own appetites. And by smooth talk and flattery, they deceive the hearts of the naive. For your obedience is known to all, so that I rejoice over you. But I want you to be wise as to what is good and innocent as to what is evil. The God of peace will soon crush Satan under your feet. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you.
1: Mm-hmm. He says a lot in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, you're, you're struggling. Mm-hmm. Um, he says, first of all, don't have people around you that reinforce the struggle. Uh, uh, He says, no, don't spend time with them, Uh, avoid them. Uh, Mm -hmm. All they're going to do is contribute to your negativity, contribute Mm -hmm. to your oppression, contribute to your discouragement and basically say, yeah, you know, uh, you're going to have this for a while. And I guess you just should live with it. Or, yeah, Mm -hmm. this is, I, I don't see any solution either. And I'm not sure this is going to get resolved, you know. And so you got people who are who are contributing to, you know, yeah, this is, uh, I'm getting more discouraged by having the people right. around me. He said, so your inner circle, and again, hopefully that's your spouse, your kids, your friend, your small group. You want them that are going to say, okay, I understand. Tell me about it. Here's the, okay. Uh, let's go see what God would have to say about it because he's going to resolve it. Let me, right. walk, let me walk with you, I'm gonna encourage you. God's gonna resolve it. Uh, let me be with you, let me show you. We talked about sacred assembly, let me let me help you do that. Um, and you're, you're growing in encouragement because you have the right people around you.
2: Right, and let me just point out, as you describe those people, um, we tend to think that the opposite of the ones who are negative and causing division and everything else are the ones who are everything is roses and just paint, gloss over it and encourage you and shore you up and you can do it, hang in there, blah, blah. And that's not what it's saying either. What Rich is saying here is the opposite of those who cause divisions are the ones who bring you back to Jesus' feet and walk with you as you go there. Yeah. That's different than painting it all roses it's, it's really, let's go back to the one who knows and seek him together. That's right, yeah.
1: Uh, and he's not going to diminish it. He's going to let me help you uh, understand right. it, and we do. Um, and he says, um, you know, seek me together and let me give you uh, the peace and the shalom that comes with it uh, and discern, you know, what really isn't right, what really isn't good, right. because here's what the enemy's up to, and he's trying to promote and thwart God speaking, my will. Um, I have a will to, to, resolve it. Think about what does the enemy want to do with that?
2: He wants to discourage you. Yeah, he doesn't, I, he doesn't I, want resolution. I don't want
1: resolution. I want to keep you away from right. the one who can give you resolution.
2: Absolutely. Uh,
1: so I got to get you to the flesh mm-hmm. and and let you stay in worry and fear. And as opposed to, well, no, I'm going to have people around me to discern what is good what he has to say the hope of his promise that mm-hmm. I'll, I will fulfill it and he said it, it's kind of important who you have around you and Very gives you gives yeah. you that discernment that keeps saying yeah I understand that but the truth is this mm-hmm. that no you don't go the opposite or toward the negative but you go toward what God would have you you know live um, and then go to uh, second uh, corinthians 13:11 th- uh, uh, it's just this, uh, one statement. It's a beautiful statement, uh, and it tells us something really interesting. 2 uh, uh, Cro- uh, Corinthians thirteen eleven.
2: Finally, brothers, rejoice. Aim for restoration. Comfort one another. Agree with one another. Live in peace, and the God of love and peace will be with you. Yeah.
1: Um, so he says aim for, what did, you, what did you say? Aim for what?
2: For restoration.
1: Well, <laughs> why do you need Restoration.
2: Because we've got an issue, I got a it problem to <laughs> and, it,
1: and it's not working. Um, mm-hmm. So aim for that. He said, "Put your put your thought there.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Aim for that." Okay, God, res- res- restore this, resolve that, mm-hmm. and then he says, "Be of one mind."
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, now what is he talking about there? Be of one unity. mind, unity, unity with the spirit. With the Holy Spirit and your spouse, mm-hmm. you, the unity uh, with your friend, the unity with your kids, unity with your inner circle, your small group, um, what would we be of one mind about?
2: About God's will, seeking God's will.
1: What God says, yes. mm-hmm. uh, and remember, that's why He's building on this, is that I'm going to get very specific. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know that I'm gonna bless you. I'm, I remember I'm loyal to the covenant. Now he's talking about be of one mind, about what? About this issue. Um, and you've taken it to God together and heard and say, God said, and here's the next step. And here's the, here's the promise and here's the detail of that. And you're of one mind um, and you live in Shalom because of it. Okay, now if you and I are struggling, uh, or let's say I'm struggling and I and I come to you, and you say, "Well, let's go to God," and you walk me with with you to that, and we hear God, and we become uh, we become together. We heard and believe what God said. Right. We are of one mind. Yes. Okay. What has that What has that now done for me? Who was starting out in trouble, difficulty, and worried about that?
2: That, that, for me anyway, would, would immediately restore the peace. Yeah. Okay, We've, we both heard from God and there's clarity in that and I can stand strong on that. Yeah. And honestly, there's that gift and that unity of that because sometimes, you know, I'll even write in my journal when I'll ask God a question and He'll answer, yeah, and sometimes I'll tag that with, was that me or you, God? I need you to confirm this one, you know, just but that coming, agreeing together brings us to that spot of confidence that God is doing this. Yeah. And, and why
1: does that do that? Why was it? Why does it take you from discouragement to now you have Shalom?
2: Right. Because we know God's going to do what yeah. he says he'll do. Yeah, because yeah.
1: we see it. And that's why he adds that little phrase, be of one mind. Mm-hmm. what is confirmed get confirmed with your you know inner inner circle people your wife your, you know your, your small group etc right. well we mm-hmm. all heard what god said and therefore mm-hmm. we can trust it yes uh, why yeah. we're of one mind not see it's not about one mind of even just even the covenant which he says, and that's where we start. It's
2: one mind of what he's spoken to that particular circumstance. That particular thing
1: that we now have heard, and that's why you're going to go talk about it and process it with your spouse, process it with the inner circle, and say, okay, what do you know about that? Uh, What I do uh, is uh, write out what you know. Uh, What do you think, feel, and believe about it? Uh, What do you think is the issue at the moment? Uh, All right, now that we know the truth of that, Let's go to God and start to see what he would say. And the best way to do that is listen, discuss, process, until we get to unity of what you've heard is God's will. I can, I can confirm that. There you go. By the way, if we know God's will and can confirm it, what do we know about that? It's gonna happen. Yeah. Because why? I have the sovereignty to restore, and we. that's why Colossians uh, 1, 19 and 23 is so important. My, my work is to reconcile the yes. very issues of this world that I know is all torn apart. I'm going to bring it back to harmony. And when I say so, it's going to happen. You can trust it. So uh, it's a beautiful thing to start to get into the details of, uh, yes, yes, he's come loyal to the covenant, but now he starts to move it to a very specific place, is come to me, stay with me, be with me, hear from me, and walk with me. And, and, I, and I'm and i encouraging you to have the right people around you that can mm-hmm. help confirm it and don't detract from that. Right. So it's really, really important. So we'll, we'll pick it up. And again. I love... Uh, go ahead, Okay. I'm
2: just going to add one other, you know, because we've talked so much about Emmanuel God with us. That last phrase there, and the God of love and peace will be with you. That, that promise, again, when we are seeking together in community, seeking God's will, Him being with us. Yes. I mean... It, just that in and of itself, if we can grasp what it is to have Him with us in our midst as we're processing all of these things, what a gift that is! Yes. I mean, that immediately brings joy and peace and comfort, right? That's right,
1: that's right. So, uh, if you got questions, you know, send it uh, on the YouTube uh, comment section or uh, questions at com Questions at afjministry.com. Mm-hmm. Um, as you're trying to understand the depth of this, you certainly ask questions, even give us specifics. I got an issue like this what do we do with that and we can maybe walk somebody through that uh, specifically so we encourage you to uh, uh, send it in and we're happy to deal with that and we're going to pick up tomorrow uh further about these details uh, of uh, what does it look like and we're going to talk about this concept called the new creation and um uh, what is that? And how do we walk into that? So it's going to be quite quite fun to do. So well, we'll,
2: looking forward to it. We will
1: pick that up again uh, here on this week in between uh, Christmas and New Year's.
2: All right. Well, thanks for joining us, everyone. And I hope you had a wonderful Christmas and looking forward to a beautiful New Year as well. Yep. And if you enjoyed today, beer friend and tell a friend. Continue to grow as we continue this podcast.
0: Amen. All right. We'll see you tomorrow. Have a great day.